It's the Score North Twin Show. It's random twin of the weekday here on the Score North Twin Show. And we also have from CBS Sports an in-season tournament pitch for Major League Baseball. I'm excited. That we want to dive into here. Uh, but first, a hot stove update. A little hot stove update here. Okay. What do we got? Well, we've, we've got the Twins transaction scoreboard here for the offseason. Okay. Uh, outgoing. We're going to update you on every episode. Outgoing players. Sonny Gray, Kenta Maeda, Emilio Pagan, also free. So those oh. guys have signed elsewhere. Uh, free agents still sitting out there. Michael A. Taylor, Donnie Barrels, Joey Gallo. Incoming players who have replaced those guys. Hmm. You forget one more outgoing. You're forgetting an outgoing player. We lost another one yesterday. Oh, no. Who did we lose yesterday? We lost Andrew Stevenson, the uh, the fourth outfielder. I'm going to put him on the list. We lost him to, yeah. to Japan. He got a, 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 a Japan yeah. deal. Guaranteed money, yeah, baby. Good for him. Can't yeah, pass that already. up. So he, yeah, wait, so, so he has decided. On big league career. <laughs> he has decided two months before spring training, I'm probably not going to get a contract. I'm out. Good for him. <laughs> A great year so at the Saints. Go, go mash. Yeah. He, he probably figures, I've been mashing in the minor leagues for all these years. I'm not getting a major league contract off my minor league production, so I might as well go play some, some pro ball in Japan and see what happens. He's got happens. some speed. Yeah. Can run the ball down, steal a few bags. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So can we rephrase this from players the Twins have lost from their playoff roster, right? Because he was on yeah, the playoff he was. roster. he was, yeah. And then, and then players acquired will Still, be... Uh, Crickets. It's, you, you know what this is? This is the workplace accident sign. It's been, you know, it's been 874 days since the since there's been an accident here. Oh. It's the worst, but it's zero. It's zero. It's been, well, yeah, it's been or zero days, days since the, since the tw- it's, well, what would it be? It's been... <laughs> When's the last transaction what, they made? Well, when did the offseason start? Five five days after the World Series, which would have been like November yep. 6th or something? Yep. So it has been, okay, so 30, it's been, uh, th- call it 38 days since the Twins opened free agency and have not done yep. anything. We are the poke the Twins with a stick meme right now. Come on. Um, before we uh, fix baseball's doldrums with an in-season tournament here, uh, this is the last day today for the score north auction so you can go to scorenorth.com and type in the keyword auction and there's all sorts of amazing items up for bid uh for instance there's a there's a golf trip to the dominican republic up for auction right now there's uh there's an ice fishing trip up up north uh that you can get your hands on scorenorth.com and type in the keyword auction today is the last day to get your bids in for this winter auction so Okay, boys, CBS Sports. I'm just going to kind of read through this, and then we can discuss if this makes sense. The NBA decided, you know what? No one gives a rip about November and December basketball. Let's, like, what do we have to lose? Let's spice it up. Let's put, put some meaning behind it. We'll just kind of make up this NBA Cup and designate some of these regular season games as tournament games, pool play, and then elimination round. And it winds up like... Pretty exciting in Las Vegas. I know that they didn't pack the house, but like as a TV event, the Lakers wind up spraying champagne in their locker room. LeBron James gets to hoist the trophy. So it did inject a lot of life into the NBA. Major League Baseball's regular season 
we love it, and and obviously Twins fans listening to this love it, but it's not the most like must see, especially between April's fun because it's new, but like May, June, July. It could use seasoning you know, for it could sure. Use seasoning, yeah. and it is it's hilarious seasoning. because like I, opening day is on there for me. It's like one of my favorite days, and it's just hilarious that like game two, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm excited, but it just whoosh, drops off a cliff <laughs> in terms yeah. of excitement. Yeah, and the fans are the same way. It's like, oh, 40,000 people inside Target God, Field, and then the, the next day it's like 18,000 people. Hey, and... right. So, okay, here's here's the write-up from CBS. They have mapped this out, not super specifically, but just with some general uh, parameters. Okay. So Major League Baseball can't just play a bunch of, like, one-game playoff games. Like, the NBA can say, hey, this game on Wednesday night between the Wolves and the Spurs, that's a playoff game. Well, baseball, you can't do that because you're – these have to be regular. These have to count toward your 162, and you can't just have a team. We're going to travel to Pittsburgh on Tuesday and then back over here. So it has to be with 30 teams, especially. It has to be three game series. And then for pool play, the pools would have to be divisible by five or six, uh, like teams of five or six. Now, you might ask, why don't you just do it in the division? Couldn't you just do like division pool play? You could. And maybe that creates some more division rivalries. But then. If there's one division with like five good teams and then there's another division with one good team. So starting there, would you do if let's say we need we need uh, five or six different pools, would you do divisions or would you would you mix and match based on the entire league? Here's what I would do. I would rework the schedule from from the initial concept. So so you still play one. 62. I'm not going to mess with, with the quote-unquote integrity of it. I would find a way to make the in-season tournament involve your interleague play games. Well, that's how you would designate the pools. So, yes. So, I, no. I would designate the pools as your interleague games are part of this tournament. Now, that might require some mm. remixing of when, when you play those games. But I think that that would be fun to be because they're still... You know, they're still trying to draw a significance between the two leagues. So why not have it be those games count for in, in the eyes of the tournament they count for more? I think that yeah. so I think that's too muddy. I think that's too muddy to do that do, do like go with go for it at an interleague standpoint. I would actually I would be for starting it with your division. Because like that's already that's already gonna create the rivalry. Like that already you're gonna play those teams a lot. Scheduling it makes a lot of sense. I think you start, and I haven't read, by the way, I haven't read the CBS report. I wanted to be uh, surprised with it, but I think that's where it should start is with your divisional play. So the debate here between you guys, we all agree. I, I agree with this premise too. Like there has to be pools. You got to do like some yeah. pool play yeah. and then, and then yeah. get to like elimination. So, so yep. we're looking for six groups of five. Well, we already have that right in baseball. They're called divisions, right? Are, are, am I wrong? Are there any divisions at this point that are, am I my blacking out here. Every division currently has five teams, right? Uh, the the West has four, right? I guess our research department probably could have put some West. work into well, this. Well, they took no, no, they took no. the day off. Nope, they all have five. They all it's have five. five. Now, yeah, yeah, it's Which five, is five, why five, 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 five. The Astros yeah. moved. Yeah. Yep. So you go. So you could either go five, 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 and it's divisions. Or I kind of like that. With, I'm kind of with Declan on this one. Create just create some more. Put even more emphasis behind if you beat the White Sox in a, in a series, it matters for the regular season and it matters for the, the pool play. Yeah. My issue, 
my my problem with that is is that ideally, and I know the central the AL Central sucks, but my problem with that is is those games should already, especially down to the wire, be the actual playoff race. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the in, the interleague format, which started off, you know, very intriguing, has sort of lost its luster. Because now it's like, oh, you're playing the Dodgers. Okay, you're playing the Dodgers. So I'm I'm trying to, in my world, I'd like to create rivalries and intrigue with games that don't necessarily have it. And sure. supposedly, supposedly your division is supposed to contain that. Now we can debate if that's true or not. Yep. So, oh, but I'm whatever, not you know, any of this. So yeah. okay, there's a debate there. But so yeah, then you get fun. you get into your group of five, which means it's your team, the Twins, plus four other teams, and you would designate. Four of those, so you'd play four three-game series against the other four teams in your in your pool. Mm-hmm. Each three-game series would have a winner. So uh, after the Twins and Braves play each other, or if it's Twins and Royals, you know, however this is formatted, whoever would win two out of the three would win that series. Now, of course, if you sweep, you'd still play the third game as part of your regular season schedule because you've right. got to play 162. Right. So that that game, let's say it's Twins and White Sox. Twins sweep the first two. They win, so they get a point for winning that pool matchup. Yeah. And then those teams play each other just for like, you know, American League Central standings. Uh, CBS has the six pool winners advancing to the next round, and then two wild card teams as well. And the tiebreakers would be overall record not series record and then run differential so that third game in the series if you win that third game it counts obviously in the standings and it counts toward your tiebreaker at the end of this pool play process does this all all make sense here so far yeah i love this it it does i i would so far i would eliminate one well i would go down to one wild card team personally mathematically i don't know if you can do that though if you have six winners from mathematically you need you need eight teams oh you need eight to come oh out of this. okay yeah I, I didn't know the eight part okay got it keep going but what I was your like reasoning i was gonna say each each one who wins your division you know advances each one who wins your divisional pool played advances so that's three and then the 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 wild card team would be four so it would be four and four i thought that would i thought that would be the the case that's what they're that's literally what they're doing so why why is it how is it two wild card teams then you have six pools across baseball and two wild card teams. That gives you eight. Too much math for me. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'm not doing the math here. I'm letting when, you guys. When you said two, when, when you said two wild card teams, though, I'm sorry. I two wild card teams from like the total because I was saying one from the AL, They're, one from the NL is what I was interpreting. That's because that you're as. still thinking about AL NL. This is this is not AL NL. Oh. This is this is you could make the pools, pools. division pools. It's pools. It's yeah, thirty it's teams. Play. It's divided into now six I'm gonna, Now I'm going to look at the CBS thing because I'm, I'm very confused. <laughs> well, no, what's confusing? 30 teams. Let's just keep going. Yeah, keep going. Okay. Don't, don't stop. But I, I, get I don't it. want I, the audience to be confused here. Well, that's, I don't think they are. I think this is more of a Declan problem, so that's why I think okay. you They're good at math, going. unlike, De- <laughs> yeah. unlike Dex I, 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 and I. They're I'm good not, at math, yeah. so let's not allow our stupidity to We should almost have a graphic to stop Yeah. Yeah, where's our graphics department? So, so again, six pools. If you win your pool, you advance to the next round. And then two wild card teams also with like the, you know, the next best tiebreaker of records. Now you have eight teams advancing from pool play. Mm-hmm. So from there, the six pool winners and the two wild cards are thrown into a playoff bracket that won't be reseeded. It's just like 
It's just, you just keep going here, according to CBS. So they'll play three-game series the rest of the way until a champion is crowned. So that would mean that, uh, let's say, like, the, the wild, card, wild card one would play, you know, a uh, pool winner here in a three-game series. And then whoever wins that three-game series advances to the next round. If it's a sweep, you still have to play the third game for regular season purposes because right. that's going to count toward your record. Right. Now, much, you know, NBA had to deal with this too. Okay, so those teams get eliminated, and then the teams that didn't get to the qualifying bracket round, you'd have to then match those teams up. Like the Timberwolves got bounced, and so they had two open dates on their schedule. Which worked out fine. So they got to play two other teams yeah. that got bounced, which happened mm-hmm. to be two of the worst teams in the NBA, right. the Spurs and the Grizzlies without But it worked out. Like, it was not a problem, right? So, like, it it worked fine. Yep. So, like, the trickiness is obviously, like, filling in the rest of the schedule for teams that get eliminated. Who do they play? And you just play. So your your team gets eliminated in the first first round of the bracket. This team gets eliminated. Now you guys play each other in a three-game series. Call it a consolation or call it just a regular season series. Yep. And so it's just three-game series until you get to the championship series. And then, of course, in that championship series, um, I think much like the NBA, it would be separate from the 162. Like the NBA championship game was separate from the 82. So if it's a sweep, you wouldn't play the third game. I okay. think. Does all, all right. of this make any amount of sense or no? Well, yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. But here, so so I was disappointed because the CBS piece didn't take the next logical step of what we talked about a couple of days ago. The NBA also did not do this but this is where i think that there's a real chance for fun perhaps when you get to the actual play down of of this so it, it wouldn't take place in every single tournament game although it could i think you got to experiment with some rules i think you got to have some fun here i think you got to go look i am probably or at least i started when when phil and i started the old radio show the biggest traditionalist so, like, I was guilty, and I probably still am at times. Yeah. But, but Phil and Dex, I think you could experiment with some fun stuff here. So you, this is games. where you would do, like, uh, electronic strike zone for the whole game or something. Or mm-hmm. you... here's, here's another one I'm thinking. I'm going to throw two things out, and they're going to seem absurd at first, but just bear with me and give, give them some thought, and perhaps we can hone them, okay? Extra innings. How about instead of second, a guy starts on third? Third? Yes. Oh, you really want to get on with the process. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that I think there's a I think there's some this could be fun. The, here's my other idea. And again, this is gonna sound nuts. But well, you can use your bat as a weapon once perhaps in a game. it can be ah. you can charge the mound and just throw the bat. <laughs> How about this one too? How about there's some form. So when you get to the play down, when you get to the championship round, perhaps it's at a neutral site, which is what the NBA did. How about this idea? If you go to extras, I don't know how you do this, but you determine it, it's not necessarily always the home team that bats last. And you have a sudden death format that's based on this. A home run. Wait. Wow. A home run ends the game. So only a home run ends. The, so it's a home run derby against. But no, no, no. Like, no. In, instead of. So so now in football, OT, right? If you get the ball first, first possession of OT, and you score a touchdown, the game is done. Yeah. But if you don't, 
it continues on. Okay. So what I'm saying is if you hit a home run in in oh, the top of the so 10. I got it. So it's it's extra innings as normal yes. unless someone hits a bomb, in which case exactly. any bomb is a walk-off bomb. Exactly. So if I lead off the 10th, oh, this is, oh, what? Okay. What about this? Kind of like the, about this? right. This like is the all NFL, crafty. It's kind of like the NFL overtime rule. If you score a touchdown. That's exactly. What, yeah. That's what I said. But exactly. what about, here's a, here's a hole in this logic though. What if I, oh. what if I nickel and dime and bunt my way and, and I score three runs in the top. It's a, it's a bunch of seeing eye singles and a sack fly and then whatever an error. And I, I score three runs with paper death by paper cuts. And then you lead off the bottom of the inning with a solo home run. Does okay, your no, solo home run trump no, my three paper cookies? No, my thought was top <laughs> of the 10th. Because ordinarily, if I hit a home run in the top of the 10th, you get to bat in the bottom of the 10th. Yeah. So, no, this would be more like in the top of the 10th, if I hit a home run, the game is done. Does but that apply right. to the 11th and the 12th or only the 10th? I, again, I'm saying crafting stuff here. I just think that there's an ability, especially in the championship portion of the bracket here, to come yeah. up with some cool ideas that could be that could be tested. This is reckless speculation Thursday. Yeah, so I'm not say saying and nothing. I'm saying nothing. About, I'm saying is like in stone. Well, I'm just this saying this episode it, is so drunk and I love it's it. It's spitballing. <laughs> How about I'm this spitballing. one? I'm stealing this too from Baseball Reddit. I'm stealing this. I, I'd not just come up with this on my own. When a home run is hit. The fan that catches that ball can throw that ball back into the play, and then you can still get that guy out on a relay. <laughs> like, what if it's a short little ball, and oh that guy God. was just having a home run trot, and you get that back to the right fielder, Kepler gets it back in the infield, so, you get him at third or home. Oh, oh my! So God. what you'd want to do is, if you're a major league team, oh then God. you'd want to pay, like, to run it out. minor league players, like yeah. outfielders, to sit in the stands. And so... Someone's always nearby with like a rocket for an arm. Like I, I want, you know, uh, Stevenson, for instance. Like yeah. you know, if he can't make Forget my Japan. roster, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pay him to sit in the outfield so that hey, get the ball to this guy so he can throw a relay to the shortstop. <laughs> but what if a kid, like a twelve-year-old kid, gets the ball and throws it into Kepler? Kepler throw, throws it to Correa. Correa guns the guy down, so the guy who hits the home run has to run hard. Yes, that's the point. That's the point. That's the that's point. The he point. Has to run no, hard. no. No, I know, but like the scoring play would be twelve-year-old kid nine, nine six, six two. two. No, I know what you're saying. I love it. I'm saying it's crazy. I just want to say, this is the twins' fault. Mm-hmm. Thirty-eight days, they haven't yep. added one player to their roster, and so here we sit on the Scorner Twin Show, wanting to entertain the audience, coming up you know with what? Send us ways your ideas. to completely shake the tree for Major League Baseball. Comment, se- comment section. Send us your. What are your ideas? Like there have to be there have to be things <laughs> that are at least are cool ideas. Yeah, the tournament idea sounds like a blast because it takes one thing baseball really lacks is just a sense of like importance and urgency for most of its games. There's so many games, there's 162 games. Yep. They're all sort of equal. Yep. You know, it's not none of it's like must-see television. Even Sunday Night Baseball that used to be kind of must-see TV in the 90s when I was growing up. Oh, my God. Pedro Martinez and Roger Clemens are going to face each other. You know, mm-hmm. John Morgan and 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 uh, John Morgan. John, John Miller, Miller and Joe Morgan here, you know. And so an in-season tournament, and if there was even like, I don't think we have to get super wacky with the rules, but it just creates some more appointment viewing and must-see television, right? Oh, man, tonight, oh, this is a. 
if the Twins can win this game tonight over the White Sox, they can advance in the in-season tournament, right? Yes. Yeah. Or a twelve-year-old might catch a home run ball and gun <laughs> and gun down Kyle Korver. <laughs> can you imagine the thrill? Because some you know baseball player doesn't run hard. Couple more random ones here. I'll, f- I'll fly through that I just found that are just absolutely hilarious. Uh, extra innings are played with one less player defensively until it's just the pitcher and the catcher. I love it. Uh, every time through the lineup. So once you once you get through nine, you can then reorder the lineup however you want. Two outs and nobody on after the pitcher this struck out, and you don't want to waste the top of your lineup. Your old nine hitter is now your one hitter. I've heard um, this. Another yep. one. What did I just see? I saw one other one that was. Uh, Oh, once per game, a team can declare before the inning starts that they get four outs. They once get four per out. game. Once per game. They get So hey, it's it's a tie game in the eighth inning and our the heart of our order is coming up. We want up. four. We want four outs. This is you know what dude, you baseball could do? traditionalists are oh, jumping out of windows right they now. They just shut the show switch. off. Um you know what you could do? Re entry. Reentry could be well, fun. Well, it's funny. But... It's the only sport that doesn't allow reentry, yeah. right? I know. Isn't that isn't that kind of weird? And I used to be opposed to it, but I mean, you know, if, if you're in the twelfth, right? And your yeah. and your big bat was taken out in the eighth, comes back in and mashes. There he comes. Anyways, right. no, I think all right. Yeah, let us know in the YouTube comment section. Okay, on and the right, on the in season playoff or the in season tournament, what do you think on some of these crazy? What, what would you experiment with rules wise? If you got the leeway to do it. For, and for the love of God, Target Field, do something, people. Come on, twins. Make a trade. Do yeah. something. Uh, okay, before we get to our random twin of the week here, a shout-out to the Grand Ole Creamery. So most, uh, most folks know that the Grand Ole Creamery has been iconic in the Twin Cities as a small-batch, handcrafted, ultra-premium ice cream parlor, over 300 flavors, uh, 32 on hand at any given time in that St. Paul Grand Avenue and Minneapolis Cedar Avenue locations. What you might not know is family-owned, operated three generations of delicious dessert destination. It's the taste of the Grand Ole Creamery with 14% butter fat, locally sourced dairy from farms mm-hmm. within a 100-mile radius of the metro. And just for the holidays, eggnog and winter wonderland flavors as well, available for a limited time. Mm-hmm. Made in Minnesota, taste of Grand Ole Creamery. Awaits everyone. Also at Lunds, Byerly's, Kowalski's, High V. Find your nearest store at grandoldcreamery.com. So um, we've done a few months worth of random twins here, and it's a tight race. I have eight correct. Judd has seven. Declan has six. So we're all kind of neck and neck here. The last handful of random twins, Delman Young, Emilio Pagan, Matthew Lee Croy, Drew Butera, Dave Winfield, and Craig Breslow. It's Judd's turn to throw out the clues here. So, Declan, you and I get up to three incorrect guesses, three strikes. If one of us hits the third strike, the other guy gets the point. Let's do it. All right, I'm back. Random twin from the same guy who earlier today, if you watch Purple Daily, brought you Random Viking. Clue number one. This random twin hails from Fullerton, California. Where in California? Fullerton, California. Fullerton. Fullerton. Fullerton, California. But he attended high school in Phoenix. Mm. Cal State Fullerton's a baseball powerhouse. Big time. Mm -hmm. Big time. All right. This random twin was drafted by the White Sox in the 44th round. 
However, he did not sign. Instead, deciding to attend the University of Utah, where in his final season with the Utes, he led the nation in OPS and slugging percentage. Oh. Wow. That success earned him All-American honors from Baseball America. Okay. All right. Let's try. <sighs> let's try again with the draft, because now that his yeah, great college now, career now he's is a done, junior. Now he's got to be a probably a first round, second second round. Yeah, this random twin was drafted in the first round after his success yep. at Utah. He was not drafted by the Twins, by the way. This is not a this is not a okay. guy drafted by the Twins. Okay, okay. All right. This random twin, his first stop in professional baseball was in the Pioneer League with the Orem Owls. Orem O R E M Owls of the Pioneer League. Sometimes I just don't write down clues. Sometimes that was I, just, my, I, I did not. I did yeah. not write that clue yeah. down either. Yeah. Well, somebody out there right now is screaming the answer, and that's uh, true. That's great. What was that team again? The Orem Owls. O W L Z. The Orem Owls. All right. Okay. He made his major league debut on May third, two thousand fourteen. It was not with the Twins. And actually went three for five in that debut. Wow. Is it Logan Morrison? Oh, that's a no. Guess. No, it's not. No, great I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pick that doink. Yeah, but you also would pick him because he's a doink. So I don't no, think I, you yeah, can necessarily yeah. rule out that. I never, among my clues are this, this random I'm going to Google Logan Morrison. Carried up. Carried a boombox around, despite the fact it was about 2017. What? That's a clue? No, that's not a clue. I said for oh, him, the, Logan Morris for Logan did. for Lomo. He carried a boombox around from like the 90s. Oh, Logan Morrison, yeah, he. Uh, oh, he was actually a 22nd round pick. Yeah. All right. This random twin has made one All Star appearance in his career. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is going to kill me. He has worn the following numbers in the big leagues. 20, 24, 44, 26, and 25. Oh, my God. Uh, I think I, I have a guess, but then I, I'm worried that I'm going to be wrong, and then I'm down to my last guess. But, I, I mean, shooter's got to shoot. <sighs> There's no way that, that guy did not debut. Oh, you want the next clue or no? Yeah, keep yeah. going. This random former twin has 187 career home runs in okay. 1,049 games. What? Wait a second. No. Hold on a second here. There's no way, dude. 
<laughs> He'd be averaging like nine, 95 home runs a season. Hold on a second. Wait, right, wait, no, wait. I'm sorry. No, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking I'm thinking plate appearances. I don't know what No, you're, you're hot. Sorry, my bad. My bad. But I'm going to yeah. confirm that, too. Sorry. That did seem... Yeah, just hold nope, on. Nope, you're good. I'm confirming. No, I'm confirming. I want to confirm. Yes. I heard plate appearances, and I was like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> this dude hits bomb. Yes, 187 and 1,040. Okay. Okay. Yep. That was great. That's my fault. Okay. This uh, random former twin has a cousin who played in the big leagues. Cousin in the big leagues. In the bigs. Yeah. I almost made a guess, and then he's not a former twin. More family history. That's a lot of dinger, man. This random former twin's dad was a big leaguer. This former twin hit 25 home runs in his one season with the Twins. CJ Crone. Yep. Yes! Dude, nice job. Son of a... Oh, okay. Okay. I was trying to write, like, oh, that arrows. Who are these thumpers, man? A lot of prep for me today. Viking, nice job. Twins. Oh. Good work. Wow, oh, Declan makes it even tighter oh. here. So Declan, his seventh God. victory in That's random awesome. twin. Nice work. Mentally. Each one won today. Stimulating. Won the random between Viking. The, between the in-season team math and trying to remember random twins, my brain is taxed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, they could, they could do days. one wild card, but then you'd have to do... If you did one wild card, then you'd have, you'd have seven teams left. So you'd have to yeah. do, like, buys or something. Oh. It'd be very complicated. We How about that. the center fielder plays behind the wall? He plays behind the catcher. Over the center, <laughs> and plays over the center field fence to, to make a play. How about this? You can choose one member of your coaching staff or team to be the home plate umpire for one half inning in the game. Oh and can do and they do not have to abide by an electronic strike zone. Uh, all right. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us this offseason during the, uh, the doldrums of Twins Free Agency. This is the Score North Twin Show. We'll see you next time.